Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and with me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy. Lovely to be here on a brand new episode of our podcast, Filthy Casuals. Mm. I was just looking at our recorder and uh, forgot we were about to actually uh, start doing the show. What, uh, How so is that possible if you were looking at a recorder? <laughs> the thing that the show goes into. Yeah, being like, well, there's no way this is going to come into play. I was looking down at it again. <laughs> My name's Adam Knox. Well, we're all here together at last. Yeah, we've just been having a conversation off air about vocal fry. Yes. And I think we're all really on edge and yep. trying our hardest to not do it by accident. It's yeah. when you go into your lower register that it happens. So I'm going to make sure that I stay up a little bit, not high enough that it's I'm comical. I'm going to just try. No, I think I'm doing it. I was trying to talk if really go, smoothly. If you go smooth and low, you you've got go to make sure that the air comes low. out in a consistent fashion. Because yeah. it's when the air isn't going out quick enough through your throat right so you've got it like if you're really pushing from your diaphragm you can go low <laughs> mm. that's the difference between a natural bass and between a tenor like a tenor can maybe hit a low note but they'll have some fry right. i used to sing in a choir because i wanted to impress a girl <laughs> <laughs> and when i was in that choir she was like wow that guy can really pretend to sing <laughs> I'm loving Mouth the idea along. that what you're doing now as a YouTube tutorial of just like Adam <laughs> Knox presents how to not have vocal fry. Yeah. <laughs> Always be screaming mm. and then it can't happen. The air's coming out. So- oh, but then it like croaks differently. Who cares? <laughs> we do. It's all I've been thinking about for 15 minutes. Well, I didn't know this, but we've apparently been accused of doing it. Yeah, and definitely. I, had, I, had, I felt like I did it just then when I said it. Mm. But I don't think we do it. Vocal fry, like, it happens naturally to everybody <laughs> if you go lower than your normal register. But actual pronounced vocal fry is A, a very American thing, yep. and B, a very Californian thing. Mm. And we are not from California. We are one of the few podcasts <laughs> yes. not from California <laughs> or New York. Yeah, we want to get to one of them, I think. That's the goal. I want to live in Austin, Texas. Texas. Oh, yeah. cool city. Howdy, That's partner. my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Austin. Te- yeah, it's uh, it's not worth worrying about what the sound of your voice is, baby. You get mm. out there and you start talking and well, you don't let the world stop you. You know what's good then is that we've never been judged for the content of what we say. It's always, <laughs> you know, real positive stuff. Uh, and here we are talking about games. I can't listen to these guys' political fry. <laughs> <laughs> so a quick shout out. Whoever has made that comment online on mm. the, in the past... 
well done because you really got under our skin. Yeah. Mission accomplished <laughs> if indeed that is what you were aiming for. Not me. <laughs> I'm never going to change anything. <laughs> My lifestyle, even if a doctor tells me to, mm-hmm. anything. Uh, I just remembered that we got a shout out on Kotaku this oh, yeah. past week. Um, so there might be some new listeners. Mm. If so, this is what the podcast is. It's, it's about video games. <laughs> yeah. Complaining about comments. It's us anxiously yep. looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> One eye's higher than the other. That's not normal, is it? <laughs> but it actually is normal. Everyone has it yeah, to some degree, yeah, except yeah. for like George Clooney. It would look, yes, it would look stranger if you were perfectly symmetrical. If you were perfectly symmetrical, your brain would trigger a fight or flight response <laughs> because that would be a creepy looking person. Yes. That's yeah. just a long way of saying it looks weird. Anyway. But thanks to Kotaku for putting us on a list of, what was it, just best gaming podcasts? Yeah, best Australian ones, I think, yeah. Big, big fan of Kotaku, huge fans of the posts about um, fan fan art of Super Meat Boy. Um, <laughs> the best deals available on Amazon today <laughs> and the next day and the next day. Yeah, it's really oh, good Video stuff. games yeah. and why we should feel guilty for playing them. <laughs> Kotaku.com. <laughs> That's a good angle for a gaming website. It's like you writing these articles and a lot of of them are legit but then every old one is like written from the perspective of like you seem to have a lot of contempt mm. for the art form and the people that enjoy it like that it's that is what it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've not invented that um yeah that that's cool that's cool <laughs> also getting weird emails from some person who put us on a top 60 and wants us to promote it yeah so here you go yeah the top 60 gaming podcasts <laughs> we just snuck in there 54 or something <laughs> yeah. yeah hell yeah nice uh it's gonna be a huge year for us boys <laughs> Dude, if, if we can get up to 52 by the end of the year, Ooh. if you listen to one video mm. game podcast a week, mm. you'd listen to us at the end of December. Yes. Right now, we're in 2021 <laughs> and your listening schedule. Uh, also, you should check out our YouTube channel for mm. the Let's Play that we did of uh, Until Dawn, yeah. which has just wrapped up. It has. We just had the season finale. Yeah, yeah. This is the rap party, I guess. <laughs> it was a series finale. That's yes. it. That's the complete show. One and done, like Watchmen. Yeah. No, but our Let's Plays, are, it, well, it's like an anthology. It is. So it's yes. like next sure. season we reboot. This was American Horror Story. Yes, yes. We already did American, <laughs> like, jailbreak story. Yeah, that was American Crime Story. Yeah. Is <laughs> that one of, one of them? Yes, yeah, it is. Okay. What else do they have? I think those are the only two, Glee. right? Glee? <laughs> All right, so yeah. I did Glee. Next Musical. we'll be playing Sing Star then. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's do a, let's do a um, we could do a Let's Play of Just Dance. But yeah. we just like stretch it out and yeah. we're trying to we're trying to get a perfect I've never played one, but I'd like love get to a play perfect Let's rating Dance. on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I like it'd be a good way to get fit. Yeah. What was your thing you were gonna do for the It was the last Wii the game and I was gonna play out? every Just Dance game oh, yeah. to to uh, for no reason. no of course I didn't do it. <laughs> you were gonna live stream yourself, right? Yeah, but then I realised what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. No. <laughs> Not a, there's a thing called Extra Life, which is like a charity thing that raises money for children's hospitals that I'm th- I'll am th- i want to do something for. It's a cool idea mm. where you do a 24-hour long stream and heaps of people do it uh, all at the same time. Oh, right. You could just do all Just Dances and we could have like comedian friends pop, pop oh, past. And we just shouldn't do be like saying it out so loud on a thing though because <laughs> now it's like that's putting a level of commitment to it. That <laughs> means not, maybe not a physically intensive game then. But if we were take it, if we had a bunch of people mm. doing it in shifts, yeah. that could work. Yeah. Maybe I think it'd be fun. People must have done those games before though with it. Yeah, but yeah. that's fine. Who cares about stealing an idea? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a we've got a bit of news up the top yeah. that we've got to talk about. First of all, we need to uh, we need to check in, Adam. You and I need to check in on our friend Ben. 
Oh and yeah, his, <laughs> and his well-being. I always get nervous when I hear there's news about Ben. Based, well, no, there's news that directly relates to one of Ben's big interests. Oh, yeah. it's going to be a while before he gets to jack into the computer simulator. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. significant delay yep. to Cyberpunk 2077, which we were just talking about uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, we were in saying our 2020 oh, preview. Final Fantasy VII's delay, but at least Cyberpunk isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, Dad. It's it's been delayed. What six months? September. Big uh, chunky out? delay. September now. Yeah. Five months. Something like yeah. that. Ugh. Uh, it's so disappointing. I understand, like, it's going to be better for it. Yeah. Uh, because they're forcing their employees to work 24 hours a day <laughs> yeah. up until the ultimate, yeah. the ultimate version of um, whatever that fucking charity was called that I've already forgotten the name <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah, Extra Life. Extra Life. The yeah. ultimate version of it. No life. We're doing a five-month-long stream of us finishing up <laughs> Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, so what's going on there? So they announced the delay and then like a day or two later there mm. was a follow-on story of like, oh, and they're all crunching well, as well. Because yeah. I think a lot of people were saying apropos of nothing like there was no indication of this but they were like hey take longer to get it done mm. if that means that the people working on it get to have a better work-life balance then right. i'm all for it and then i don't know if it was because of that but cd project came out or someone from there and was like nah we're all gonna work way harder than ever and that's how we run our business and if you don't like it fuck off yeah pretty much yeah which uh is like obviously bad because of worker laws and things like mm-hmm. that and like that's not how our society is meant to function anymore yes but at the same time and we've had this conversation before is people who have all put stupid hours into creative projects i get it yes and if everyone there is on that same page i get that that sense of fire in your stomach to get something like that done i can speak to this from both sides of the fence yeah. in terms of like I've been part of things where I'm I would one call of that the on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at both sides of the fence, maybe you're up on top of that fence. No, but I have a, I have a distinct opinion. Yeah, I'm not sure. sitting on the fence. Well, I'm waiting to see. You're on the fence right now, but you're going to tumble one way or the other. Yeah, no, I think yeah, you yeah, were yeah. on the fence for a bit, and you were looking at both. You're now firmly set up on one side. But of the I fence. want I want to hear what it was like when you were up there looking at what's both. on your left. Describe on your I left. I can see into both backyards. Yeah, right. yeah. Clowns Describe to the both left, back. Jokers yeah. to the right. <laughs> Let us know what's in those backyards and then describe your fall. So, and I think so. <laughs> the perspective that we have talked about is the one where we are in charge of a creative project. Yeah. Like we're driving it. We, uh, everything right. that is at stake is at stake for us. We don't have subordinates. We don't have subordinates. We win or lose based on how much effort we put in personally. Yes. yes. And we've all done that and we've put in a lot of effort to things and sometimes it's paid off. Usually it has, I think. Well, typically, yeah, the example that we were all, the three of us are most familiar with is stand-up comedy, specifically doing a comedy show in the comedy festival. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Where you have a date locked in, you have a deadline when the show is on, people buy tickets. But Mm -hmm. in terms of like the work that you put in, I guess it's kind of different for you guys because you've done stuff in a group. Well, it's almost very like self-regulated in terms of like... The group is the thing I compare it to more because the stand-up shows I've done have been me and have gone or not gone based on me. Mm. But those ones don't pan out sometimes because of reasons extraneous to the amount of work you put in because you've only got yourself your own perspective right. there yeah. it like it, it 
sometimes it's not about an hour count, which is a mistake I have. One hundred percent made. <laughs> but as a group, yeah. you, we all have kind of pushed each other pretty hard. Yes, and held each other accountable to keep doing it. But none of us are, like you said, subordinate to any other in the group. No, that's true. But yes, but that's there's a perspective there other where it's Tim. like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Tim, if you're listening to he, he does listen. Yeah, He's a fan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but that's one where, yeah, we're like directly on the hook for for the success or failure of this creative thing. Yes, I've worked for companies where perhaps the workload or the expectations have been higher than what you're paid for. Yeah, or what a normal day you know looks like in terms of worker rights and stuff. Yeah, and you're not personally sort of um, going to benefit from, say, the end result, right? Like right. you're just working a job, getting paid for it. you got to work extra hard because something's coming up. you got a deadline. Yeah. And that does not feel good. No. And I think every job has moments of that, weirdly. Yeah, Especially these yeah. days. Like it's just what our society is built to expect of people. Sure. From, from like a, from a, from a media production a company down to a retail job there are spikes in times of like stress right. and effort and and customer requirements and all that shit and yeah i think people just are submitted to it because of capitalism yeah exactly yeah. and that's the yeah. it, it always comes to this thing of like if you don't want to do this job you can leave and do a different job as though that's actually freedom right as though yeah, it's yeah. truly yeah. your choice to have a job or not right and it isn't. No, it's not. That's a complete fallacy. That's the right. fallacy of capitalism. It's yeah. like, no, you don't have a choice because the government, because society makes you have to earn money to buy things to live. The yeah. government forces me to earn Every morning, Scott Morrison <laughs> is standing there next to my bed going, get up. Get up. <laughs> I'm going to leave for a while now. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't <laughs> see me yeah. slacking off, taking a holiday. I mean, he forces everyone to earn money except firefighters <laughs> who specifically don't get paid. But it's like, yeah, there's just some, some element. Of, and I'm pretty sure i believe the f- when they say people who work at cd project are on, on that ship well, they are right. in the boat yeah. they right. are happy to do it mm-hmm. for the majority of them but the ones who aren't wouldn't speak up exactly yeah. that's yes. what i was going to say that statement from them like we we all want this to be as good as it can be so we all we all are happy to bust our humps and mm. get it to that point mm. that's all well and good as long as that literally is the result of an open meeting where mm. everyone mm. feels comfortable to go Yes or no, and everyone legitimately is on the same page. Yeah, how how true that is? I I really don't think that that's very true it, at it all. Can't it be, it right? can't. Yeah, yeah. There's the absolutely no who, chance. The yeah. number of people working on that game would be high enough. Yes, that at least yeah. one of them's like, "Fuck, I miss my family." Yeah. It's not the six people that made Untitled Goose Game all going like, yeah. boys, you know, yeah. we're all yeah. nearly there. We've got to go all night. We'll get a pizza. But, you know, we're, we're friends and we want this to be good and we're going to get this done and we're mm. going to all – there's just – there's clearly going to be a good chunk of people in that huge CD Projekt office just like, yeah, I fucking hate this. But yeah. I, it's, uh, I just got to keep my head down and then once the game's done, then I'll get a bit of a break and can go on a holiday. But for now, I am miserable. Yeah. it And it – yeah. It's a larger critique of the entire setup of the society that we live in. I yeah. think Not so, specific. yeah. And also, I'm a hypocrite because I'm definitely going to play this game. I yeah. think I'm going to love it. And it's yet another product that I have made my peace with the fact that it is being <laughs> it is blood money yeah. that I am yeah. paying to them. Because it's like... like the- I, it's same as my phone, same as all this other shit, same Ooh, as yeah. the petrol in a car that I... You know, it's all... Yeah. 
bad. Everything has negative aspects, and so everything is okay. <laughs> Every everything is permitted. It's yeah. just one of those. You're right. It's just an unfortunate thing where it's like, well, I don't know what the answer is because every because. To go back to like our own personal experiences with it, like I've in the in the work that I've done, like doing in terms of just making comedy festival shows every year or working on comedy festival shows, I've had years where I've really driven myself insane. I've like sacrificed a lot in terms of just like social time and everything to just get this thing done. And then I've had ones where I just had like it's really come together mm. very last minute. Um, sort of out of necessity, sort of out of luck. And I kind of realised recently, like, the ones where I've really pushed myself and gone insane working on it, I don't think were necessarily, a lot of the time, any better than ones where it kind of luckily came together at the last minute. Right. So I don't really know what the lesson to take away from that is. It I, does breed a level of like, eh, whatever, it'll right. be fine. Right. When you're at, when you're doing it, is different because this is like a technical product. Exactly, yes. Yeah, it just yeah. does need the man hours of like coding and everything like that. There's just a yeah. number of boards they have to hammer on mm. to make yeah. sure they don't fall off the ship. Yeah. A wooden ship. <laughs> <laughs> and when they, you know when I they finish building a ship. awful. <laughs> 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 but... Yeah, uh, it's it's. Uh, do they take ten months and work half as hard? Mm. Because then, uh, will that ten months mean that down the line it isn't as finished as it would have been in the five months? Because you've had this extra amount of time well, for it to the, degrade yeah. and for it things to you know yeah, like, other bugs pop up, things yeah. like s- software changes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. I think what's most frustrating about this story is to have it be such a significant delay, mm. and then find out that. That is that that's happening not because people are getting a break, but mm. because of this thing that we're all pretty, you know, off at this point. So it really is like the worst the of crunch. both worlds. Yeah, the crunch. Yeah. It's yeah. like if if yeah, if it's gonna if there's gonna be a delay, you'd at least hope it's like because people are getting some kind of work life balance. Yeah. Or if they're crunching, it's like well then, yeah, let's get this thing in fucking April then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. It's it, it it's it's hard to say either way. And like, I guess it is their product. One thing mm. I will say, I is guess you you know, if they want to run a company that does have to be, I don't know what the workers' rights laws are like in Poland. You know, right? I can't mm. speak to them. Yeah. I, yeah. So. But hey, good for them just coming out with the full transparency of like, yeah. hey, this thing that everyone hates and has been a big story, yeah. we'll be damned if we're letting this get leaked on Kotaku the week after <laughs> yeah. the week after the game comes Fuck out. We're getting on sure. the front foot, Yeah, baby. they're getting in front of it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, and if they're saying like, if they're being transparent and they are like, we're not going to treat people poorly, we are going to work extra hard, but come in and you know look around like right they, they, tr- true there is a difference between like hey everyone is working whatever hour long weeks yeah and coming in on the weekends and doing all of that but it, in a decent environment their families are okay mm. you know maybe but five months is a long time god it is and when yeah. they've already been working on this for <laughs> since i guess the witcher 3 came yeah. out of the yeah. dlc was done yeah. so so ben you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer that uh that pre-order that you put in that deluxe <laughs> steelbook edition is yes. gonna have to wait a little bit longer to have pride of place on that shelf over oh. there i'm getting I'm, pre- I'm prepping the little jack hole in the back of my neck <laughs> at least you've got a bit installed. more time to work on that yeah that's true the yeah, scar nice will heal one. a bit better by yeah. the time it's out <laughs> 
Um, so this kicked off a weird week of like mm. a whole bunch of stuff being delayed yeah. as well. Yeah. Dying Light 2 got pushed back to, I, c- I can't remember when. Did that even have like a solid date? I think it was like they would, the statement says something like, we were expecting it to co- this to come out in 2020, right. but not a chance. Yeah, <laughs> so right. yeah. I think that's just been put back indefinitely, which makes sense. It sounded like a really ambitious, big, huge game. Mm. So. Right. And then the Iron Man VR. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what more can be done to that, right? Like, I, I'm guessing it's just polished stuff, and yeah. I guess VR brings its own problems to sure. making a game where you'd have when you were testing it, it'll be like, oh, this 30 percent of people are throwing up, right? Which we didn't expect. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, a weird, a weird week, a weird week of just. It, like second, third week of the year. Just like, yeah. by the way, none of those 2020 games are coming out. Off the back of yep. Final Fantasy and the Avengers one and all of them yeah. being pushed mm. back further and further, which it's it, it means there's a pretty light couple of months here for releases. Yes. Look, at least okay. The Last of Us 2 definitely won't get delayed. 100%. I'm <laughs> willing to say it now. And I'm sure nothing's going to come up in the next few days. This goes up at Thursday, 8 p.m. <laughs> uh, Australian Eastern Time. Yep. I look forward to 8.01 p.m. <laughs> when there's an announcement. What is the date of Last of Us 2? May something. Oh, okay. April something, May. I mean, yeah. I've got to say, yeah, look, I'm really looking forward to Cyberpunk. It, uh, Of course, it sucks to have to wait a little bit longer to play something you're in, you're looking forward to enjoying. Mm-hmm. But it was coming out at a time of the year that was pretty chockers. Yes. September seems pretty clear at this point yeah so right. I, I can't say i'm completely mad at the idea of it coming out at that that's to me for me personally that's a much more conducive time for gaming i've seen people throwing around the idea that maybe the new consoles are coming yeah. around then too right so they uh, are able to you know do a release for all of them at the same time maybe who knows yeah and who cares we'll see in the future yeah let's live in the now baby okay that's all we got really <laughs> yeah anything could <laughs> yeah. happen to us Benny, you okay? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm disappointed. It's the first one that I can even even almost relate to people getting mad about game delays. Right. Mm. But I'm not mad. I'm just like, oh, just, I guess it's I just shame. have to fucking wait. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, September will show up either way. Yeah. Look, to be fair, <laughs> for me, September is when it's my crunch <laughs> for my day job. Right. Oh, of course. I couldn't be worse. Yeah. <laughs> you right. at CD Project Red, right? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I got this game coming out in September. Right. Uh, if, it, if it clashes with that is always I do get annoyed by that too when a video game release this is so stupid <laughs> yeah. will clash with a real life thing I'm like ah fuck that anniversary <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's fine it's just a video game guys dude we all <laughs> need to just calm down yeah. and feel guilty for playing video games <laughs> yeah there's no ethical consumption in late stage capitalism. There truly isn't. There genuinely isn't. So instead of complaining about it all the time and worrying about it, like you have a moral standpoint, mm-hmm. just become a monster. <laughs> yes. And suck up all the content you can get and yep. eat all the fucking dirty meat and mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. and just live it up for the 10 years we've got left. <laughs> exactly. Fuck this yeah. is the fall of Rome, but it's the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's That was honestly my first thought. was like, fuck, I hope the world doesn't end before Cyberpunk comes out. <laughs> that's, a, that is, that's a legitimate, that's I, a fair yeah. concern. No, it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, the world will be there. I was looking out the window as uh, baseball-sized hailstones rained down in midsummer in Australia and yeah. thought, oh, I don't know if we're going to make it. 
we'll yeah, be we should we should just get it. <laughs> Look, just yeah. give it to us in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Just bugs, give it to us, buddy, in April because we're we're on the front line. Like we get a national Make a Wish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <I> just, no. <laughs> yes. That's that's my campaign. We'll be fine. Uh, there was a Smash Brothers Direct. Yeah, uh, speaking of living in the now. Yeah, yeah, the the morning after, I think our last ep went mm-hmm. up. Um, I stayed up and watched that. 1.30am Australian. Yeah, wow. I got home drunk and it just happened to be starting. <laughs> great. So everything's working out great for me. Yeah, We've yeah. got very different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I brushed my teeth and set myself up in bed <laughs> with my little, little laptop. Nightcap, yeah. Yeah. Your I had little a candlestick. My t- monitor light wasn't even on. I just it was yeah. lighting it by the candle. Yeah, yep. I'd been at the Rochester with our friends Huey and Harley. <laughs> oh, boy. Absolutely <laughs> buckled by the time I got yeah, home. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! So I'm guessing that... It wasn't just content that was dripping out. That night, because the the Smash Brothers direct <laughs> reveal Byleth is that how you say it? Byleth, yeah. Byleth, Byleth, yeah. Um, is that the main character from Fire Emblem Three Houses? Yes, okay. the, it's that's you. The, yeah, the main character, both male and female versions. <laughs> right. My reaction to which was, oh, that's okay. It's not the most interesting character, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Time for a nice sleep. <laughs> and I'm guessing if you got home drunk, you were like. Fucking fire him! What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. No, no, it's pretty <laughs> Which much I saw the same. a lot of people doing. Mm. Pretty much the same response. I got in <laughs> and, and was just like, oh, that's starting. Okay, I'll just watch this. Mm. And then, yeah, so, oh, okay, it's Fire Emblem. That's fine, but it's not incredibly interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, as soon as it was like the reveal, yeah. of like this is who it is, I just turned it off. I didn't watch all the stuff of him, you know, Playing as the character and going through the move set, right? It's like I've seen all I need. If it the had been video some... was crazy. Like he counted in binary. I learned how to count in binary on my fingers from this video. Oh really? It's great because your first finger is one. Yes. If, if you've seen the Fire Emblem, the Smash Brothers video, you know this now. So join in with me and count along at home. <laughs> it's like Sesame Street because yeah. you can count up to one thousand and twenty-three on the on your two hands. Oh, because your thumb is one. Yes. Right. Then your index finger. That's two. Yeah. Okay. Two plus your thumb one is three. Right. So your middle finger becomes four. Four plus your thumb is five. Four plus your index finger is six. Four plus your thumb and index finger is seven. Oh. Your ring finger is eight. So then that can go uh, up what? to 15. And then your pinky is 16. And then you can go to 32 on the other pinky, 64 on the ring finger on the other hand, uh, 128 on the middle finger, 256 on uh, the index finger, 512 on your thumb. And then you get another 511 on top of that. Does that Why? make sense? What? No. I was with you for a bit. Yeah. Once the second hand came in, I was lost. Well, too bad. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> You're the same with clocks, aren't you? You just that second hand comes in. Just give me a digital version. version. Fuck, it's Guys. ten past one already. Eleven past one. <laughs> Twelve past one. <laughs> <laughs> so you um, just like they they you keep counting and adding until you need another number until you can't count to another number right. and then your next finger becomes that number and it just doubles it's binary okay so yeah. 1 2 4 8 16 32 64 128 256 512 okay right i think i get it now, no yeah no you don't no i don't at all <laughs> but how is that represented in binary it's because it's on or off oh right it's the same with how computers count right so that's why they can count up to 256 in one bit which is a 
one byte, which is eight bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They got the eight yeah. little ones or zeros. Yeah. I learned about <clears throat> computers from watching this fucking fire emblem. Why was video. it in the fire? Yeah, what context? Yes, Sakurai yeah. is fucking. He has been locked in that weird little office that <laughs> yeah. he films these videos from. Yeah. Just with him and a canned laughter button, Whoa. and he keeps. Pushing that canned laughter. There's so much canned laughter in this video. Fuck. I love it. It's so weird. <laughs> I love these. Uh, I, you know what? This, the best thing about... because So this is the last new fighter for this Challenger pack yeah. of six, which was originally all there were going to be. And then whatever it was, six months ago, he was like, by the way, when we get to the end of this one, we're then going to do six more. Right. Which the best thing of that... More of these kooky videos from mm, the great man. Sure, I love it. Another he, year's worth, or a year and a half, or whatever. The it bit is. in this one where, like, at the start, he's like, "Now we've been working on this character in secret, and no one in it, Nintendo even knows who this character is going to be." <laughs> and there's Nintendo <laughs> that really sets it up. For, it's so funny, <laughs> like, like, it's going to be the fucking <laughs> yeah. the thing from Fallout. That little <laughs> yeah, guy yeah, giving yeah. the thumbs up or something yeah, it's crazy. It's going to be Poochie from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> we've put Jeffrey Epstein. In. <laughs> It's crazy. It's great, and just the bit where he's every like time that another character beats him, he just he, he you actually can't lose as him. You can yeah. just either kill yourself or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time someone else beats him up, they everyone all the other characters. Mario's like, no, I think he uh, did it you, himself. You try to upload your game capture footage, and it mysteriously disappears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw Link kill him. No, 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 no. It was well, him. Hey, he's got six more to do, and pretty much everyone from video gaming is already represented. Yeah. So yeah. it's not. It's, entirely, it has to be Epstein. Yeah, yeah. Get the whole. Get Bill Clinton in there, yeah, get the whole express, <laughs> Prince Andrew. And it was so God. sick how he's just like, yeah, there's there's reps from Nintendo divisions all over the world that are watching this, that as soon as it's over, they're going to have to scramble <laughs> to get their marketing materials ready for oh, this character. Oh, yeah, because that's how and Nintendo th- works. Yeah, and then it's just hell. from one of their own games from six yeah. months ago. I love it, man. He's the king. Fuck. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's another Fire Emblem character, but it's from a very recent, very popular game. It makes total yeah. sense to me that... I, like, that's more interesting to me than the uh, King of Fighters guy, Terry. I agree, mm. yeah. Um, I mean, and obviously the fact that I played a lot of this game uh, of Fire Emblem yeah. colours that. And people being like, oh, great, another Fire Emblem character, who cares? It's like, I've never touched any of the other Fire Emblem mm. characters because I've never played another one of the games. Right, don't it get it, mad at Byleth because you fucking hate Marth. Right, yeah, like totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not... Or yeah. Roy. <laughs> you know who you should put in there? Roy. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the most creative choice, sure. And, he, you know, they have made a rod for their own back with mm. having, like, you know, Banjo in there and the guy from right, King of Fighters. Like, right. there's incredibly left-field choices, all the, like, ones that fans have been crying out for for ages. But, like... Yeah, Fire Emblem Three Houses was a huge game. Mm. Of course, one of the characters from that should be in there. Mm. It's it just sucks that the timing of it announcing it happened to be like the final fighter of this pack. Like yeah. I think people thought, right. oh, this is gonna really. It's not really going out with a bang, but right. also it's like it right. timing wise, it's just when it works to have done it. If they'd have had the first one of the next six ready to go, two ready to announce oh, at right. the back of this, that might have helped. Maybe. I don't know if that would have maybe made people go like, and now you're asking me to pay for the good one or whatever. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I can definitely see that it's an underwhelming end to it. But I think we already knew there were going to be six more. It's not an end to anything. Yeah. And Surely pack- Smash Brothers Ultimate just keeps going indefinitely. Right. Yeah, yeah, in this yeah. pack, you've had Persona 5, Dragon Quest, Banjo-Kazooie, and yeah, King of Fight. You've got these like... That's, that's a that good mix. That being a big yeah. enough crossover is like 
Yeah. So insane. But if yeah. you had like a degustation thing and then at the end they were like, and here's some plain rice. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, well, the rest was good. No, it's a palate cleanser, all right? Just shut up and enjoy it. <laughs> this is a Smash Brothers palate cleanser. Honestly, yeah. it's more like we ran out of, like we're kind of puffed out from cooking all that other stuff. Sure. And and another sword thing, but a lot and of the I characters ate- are similar, mm. whether or not they, they've all got the side smash. Yeah. They're all the same. They've all yeah. got that That's mistress, the, s- the side smash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, in that analogy... I ate so much of that rice in the middle of last year and I fucking loved it. Yeah, right. That yeah. rice was my favourite thing that perfection. I ate last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for a little revisit. I've, I've never played any other Fire Emblem game. I never recognised any of those characters. Mm. Byleth is the one that I know. So they, they attached at the end of like some of the streams in mm. some countries but not in others the little trailer for the, next, for the first Fire Emblem DLC as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did watch that. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot that it happened. It's like a fourth house that lives under the castle. This is sick. (laughs) The way of justifying that it's like an optional add-on. Right. So it's like, well, how do you have people play them but not make them too integral to the story? Oh, yeah, they're shy. (laughs) (laughs) They were there the whole time, but they're just introverts. They're down there with Splinter training in the sewers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That'd be great if it's Donatello, like a Mortal Kombat pack with the teenage (laughs) Sick. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. Um, it looks cool. It looks really good. Uh, did you watch it, Ben? No, no, I haven't seen it. But I'm so keen for like, more three houses. Yeah, little side story, brand new house. Mm-hmm. So it just it looks like kind of the best kind of DLC, like right. little mini story thing. And you're not going through the main game again, but they're there this time. Is that the right? Is it like a side thing, or is it like you do another playthrough of the game? I think they're completely no. Yeah, they're not a, a house. I. I don't believe from the way the trailer makes it look that they're, they're not a house that you can choose. There'll be like a separate button yeah. on the main menu to a, be like, hey, here's the DLC. Yes. Yeah, yes. right. So right. like, again, like the whole justification of them, that you're like them being underground means that they don't have to feed into the main story in the At way all. that like yeah, when you right, play it yeah. normally, like the two houses that you didn't pick kind of weave in. Yeah. They're just completely standalone to that. Okay. Cool. In the, in the fucking, in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's pretty, that's Feb, I think. Could be. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it's relatively soon, but right. it looks great. Yeah, nice. Pretty pumped for that. Yeah. Um, I still need to play that game. I played like 11 hours of oh, it. Oh, that's right. Kind of like enjoyed it enough. Mm. But it was like... Ah. Mm. You, so, yeah, we talked about it, I think, at the end of last year, but it came out at a bad time for old Noxie. Yep. Hey, when's a good time though, right? September? Uh, Not for me. No. <laughs> Mid-March to any time in April. I reckon probably best time for you... I can see you being a fan of May. Weather's starting when to cool I was 22. a little bit. Yeah. What would be the no, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> what, there was another thing. Yeah, yeah, there's more news this okay. week. Oh, yeah. Half-Life. What was the other th- oh, yeah. Yeah. All those games are free. If you've never played Half-Life, go and download them for free on Steam. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. It, well, I mean, they've been on deep sale a bunch of times for like two bucks for all of them. Yeah, that's true. I've you've never... been able to buy every Valve game for $20 or something. I don't think I've owned the... The Half Life episodic games, right? Ever, I think I've I borrowed them off a friend at the time. Yeah, I'm keen to go back in on those, refresh the memory. It suggests there's a good shot that Half Life Alex will tie in Mm. to the post story of one episode one and two, right? Seeing as they're going, hey, everyone play these before Alex comes out. Completely, it's crazy that it's been long enough that Half Life is distant enough. That Valve recognizes there's a whole generation of people who wouldn't have played these yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Mm. For us to make a bunch of money on this VR one that 
we're you know really pumping and mm. promoting now it makes sense for us to release every previous one for free yeah Th- this that's, is that's our marketing budget like the the when you watch season four of a netflix show it's mm. like remember the first three seasons because yeah. we know you don't <laughs> yeah because you watch them all at once and there's no way of you retaining yeah. that information here's yeah. a cut together thing this is that half-life games are still great uh, as someone who hasn't gone back to them in years, but they were very, very good. And yeah. I assume they're still very, very good. Mm-hmm. And they'd run on just about anything these days. Yeah, yeah. So go I, get them. I personally think it it speaks to maybe them bringing back the franchise in a more significant single player PC non VR way, right? Like cool. they've, they've they've almost pretended like, oh yeah, Half Life is is done. We're not even speaking about it anymore. They've been very weird about it. Mm. They've yeah, been like yeah. just non communicative. Basically, mm. they've out like outright said we're not done with Half Life a couple of times. I think. I right. think there were some times where they said like, oh look, we know we still have Half Life. We're just doing other stuff right now. Right, right, right. I, they, or at le- the very least, they've never said they were done. Right, okay. Whereas, like, with Left 4 Dead 3 this week, someone asked them about Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah. And they flat out said, like, no. Nah. We it, we are absolutely not currently working on Left 4 Dead 3. <laughs> right, <what> they said. <laughs> right. Just to throw the word absolutely in there suggests, like, we're fucking done with zombies as much as everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe they're all hands on deck for Half-Life yeah. now. Yeah. I fucking love that. I love Half-Life. Yep. I miss it. It's. I feel like it's the right time for a big franchise to come back in and kick the door open and be like, all right, everyone get on board. Yeah. Like Halo's sort of potentially sort of tailing off like Uncharted's done. We've got oh, the, the whole, the last two generations have kind of had the same big mm. tentpole games mm. yeah. for the whole time. Yeah. And every single one of them is pretty long in the tooth now. Yeah. So it's a good, yeah, you're right. It is a good time to make your big, mm. um, new consoles, yeah. new everything. I'm about to spend a thousand fucking dollars on a new half-life game because it's yes. in PC VR. Like, yeah. Same. <laughs> they'll, th- this is something that they could really make a big impact with if mm. they went Half-Life Alex, And then at the end of that fucking thing, it's like, by the way, here's Half-Life 3 coming out. We're watching like a trailer for Half-Life 3 in VR. Yeah. I d- will have to be... I hope those cameras are on so I can see in the room where I'm about to come. <laughs> 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 I don't want to be wearing those goggles yeah. and I'm being like, oh, no. <laughs> The cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, when did I get a cat? <laughs> oh, no, it's someone else's cat. <laughs> Even worse. But, uh, yeah, real cool. Go, yeah. Get, go get those games. Before we move on to the reviews that we're going to do this week, uh, speaking of VR, Tommy, mm. you and I attended separately an art exhibition involving VR. Very true, we did. <laughs> it is true, isn't it? I've got you dead to rights. I w- <laughs> <laughs> you can't deny it. <laughs> Um, yeah, at the Heidi Art Gallery mm. in... Uh, How do you find it then? Oh, wow. Very, <laughs> very droll. <laughs> I'm coming on that pussy. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't say that. Yeah. I came on yeah. a cat. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good stuff. <laughs> it is all good stuff. That's exactly the kind of highfalutin humour that Ben and I, as yeah. people who attend art galleries, yep. Yep. really, really get off on. Yeah, I look yeah, forward like to that. seeing <laughs> Kotaku's favourite podcasts of the year, <laughs> in brackets, edited. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a great exhibition on at uh, Heidi in uh, in suburban Melbourne. Yeah. Um, which, I, it's, which suburb? 
Is that a legitimate question? Yes. If people want to go to this. I was about to say, I overheard someone uh, asking, like one of the guides around the gallery mm. in a different part. So what is, what's Heidi, Heidi mean? What does Heidi mean? Uh, and Heidelberg. I was, yeah. I was like, oh, uh, this guy's dumb. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the person was very patiently was like, oh, well, um, you know, the artists that have contributed work here, you know, there's a sort of like a, a small movement called like the Heidi artists, you know, they're Heidi artists. It's sort of, you know, it's like a nickname. And he was like, okay, yeah. what? Right, and what's Heidelberg? What's Heidi mean? You know, it's like, oh, it's short for Heidelberg. And then the guy was like, oh, and wh- where is that? Oh wow! Incredible. Yeah, this guy yeah. doesn't even need to go into the exhibition. He's just getting <laughs> yeah. an incredible experience <laughs> yeah. from the guide out the front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have assumed it was the name Heidi at first. That's what I assumed. It's Heidi with an E right. on the end. So sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I thought I was. Yeah, I had no idea this was in Heidelberg. Though, what do you do? You go in and you look at paintings in have VR. You ever, have you been there? No. Nah. It's a great gallery. Yeah, Everyone is, should go. Yeah. Really recommend heading down there. Yeah, I went not for an exhibition previously. It's you know, obviously they've got their their permanent exhibits and stuff. Right. It's fucking cool. It's very beautiful scenic. grounds around there too, yeah. if you go while the weather's good. Uh, so yeah. yeah, this exhibition it's by an artist called Jess Johnson and her teaming up fuck, I wish I had this in front of me. Her teaming up with another guy, a guy that she's friends with who uh, has done a lot of VR work. So she does these like incredibly detailed uh, how would you describe them? Very like surreal, very kind of trippy, almost eshery, sort mm. of like it, very like detailed, weird, warped landscapes. Sort of like this digital version of like Renaissance, like hell paintings, you know, very, yeah, detailed, dark, gothic imagery, a lot of it. Small shapes, very kind of almost magic eye, With like, sort of kaleidoscopic yeah. looking. Yeah, very impossible, kaleidoscopic. Impossible geometry type stuff. Yeah, a, a bit of that bit, kind yeah. of stuff, yeah. yeah. So she's sort of done that. She's very well known in her own right. She's done that stuff for ages and she's teamed up with this guy who's kind of put all of her stuff, her kind of like, yeah, nightmarish, uh, full-on sort of... Um, uh, uh, what would you call them? Like very clean lines, but very complicated looking. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Straight and narrow things. Ben just showed me a picture. Yeah, but like Simon Ward detailed. is the technical. Simon sort of Ward guy is right. So this guy yeah. has kind of taken her the kind of the, the just her the the kind of worlds that she imagines in her paintings and put them into like these VR experiences. Yeah. And what does VR stand for? <laughs> Heidelberg. Uh, <laughs> Vidalberg. I can't believe this idiot over there didn't know of... Here's Knox, one of the actual rooms. So the rooms are sort of altered, the floor is painted. So this is the real life gallery? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. So the whole, yeah, there's like a three or four rooms that are all sort of redone and painted. There's and like tapestries look, and stuff as well. Yeah. They look like they're made out of polygons. This yeah. Sort of thing. Like the whole thing has some like very... Uh, video gamey looking aesthetic. Like, it is it's hard it's all... to tell that that's a real photo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the room. Yeah. There's cool. one room that's um, projection on each side of the wall. That's like um, kind of you know like an old video game like Elevator Action. You know that right. kind of old game where you can just see like the whole kind of house is one oh, thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like sick. this huge, yeah. huge one of them that's probably about like a Mighty Max. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. kind of thing. That's like eight levels, and she's done this sort of incredibly detailed kind of almost house and then there's mm. these sort of 
naked sort of mannequin figurines sort of walking through. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of I on got a loop bone and on. I was looking at into it. each other and stuff with this ambient Get out music. of here, cat. <laughs> you don't yeah, want to be around here. So that room is really cool. It's a dark room, yeah, with these two projections. There's, yeah, like you said, this ambient music. They're sort of like looping gifts, I guess. Yeah. It's really, really cool. It's, yeah, it was an awesome. That's experience. probably the, prob- like maybe the most video gamey bit of it mm. in terms of influence. But then, yeah, there's like, I think maybe six or so Five or six, yeah. VR experiences kind of dotted around. And they're, they're all like, one of them, it was very funny. I went with my girlfriend and she did one of them and has never really used VR mm. and then had to go and sit outside for a bit because she felt sick. Yeah. And I did have a moment in it because it's doing that thing which, you know, we talk about a lot on the show, like with VR trying to take off and people to start with with gaming going, well, what's the best way to make a VR game? Mm. People quickly discovered that thing of if it's first person and the you, inverted commas, are moving – it makes you feel very unwell as the viewer. You don't want your eyes yep. to be able to track the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I did have a couple of moments in some of these of just like, <laughs> oof. Like there's one where you're moving forward. Yeah. And like through a maze. And oh, I, you're not controlling it. It's just kind of happening automatically. And yeah. it is very cool. But I did have a moment of being like, Jesus fucking Christ. There is, I only did one. It was very busy when I went. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, they take about five or five to seven minutes each. And mm-hmm. so it's like every person in front of you, you're like, oh, okay, that's a 40 minute wait. Right. So I did one and it was, you move forward a little bit at the start, which wasn't too bad, but it, it's just becomes this ri- constantly rising platform that you're on. Oh yeah, I did that one too. Yeah. yeah. And so things are coming in front of you. Um, you're often like sort of drawn forwards to look over the edge. So the one where all the mannequins are like falling off the cliff yeah, at one point? Yeah, yeah, I did yeah, that one. yeah, and like giant caterpillar worms sort of whirling around in front of you. I frequently had to remind myself, don't like, don't stumble. You know, you, you get that feeling of like, oh, i got to mm. get my balance. i got to yeah. recenter yourself. But it's like, no, you're in front of, you're like standing in front of like a bunch of people with a fucking VR headset on. Yeah. Don't. Don't like flail around like it's the first time you've ever done VR. What, yeah. What's the hygiene levels of these helmets? They cleaned them before I used them. Okay. They cleaned there's them every people like two standing out. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah. yeah okay, it's pretty cool. heavily monitored. Yeah, like yeah. there's someone next to each VR bit. I specifically was impressed by the headset. I wish mm. I got what brand it was. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is it? It must be. It must be Oculus, right? Or yeah, it could be one of the HTC ones. Okay, were uh, they wireless? They were. were they, no, they, they were not wireless. Wired. There okay. was yeah, they were connected in front. They were black. They were all black, yeah. and they per- like such a seal, like no mm. light bleed at all. Really, really comfortable, and the resolution was great. I didn't notice yeah. any pixelation at all. The only thing I wouldn't have minded was some headphones because that does add to the immersion yes. a lot. Like having the sound be like blocked off. Like yeah, there's yeah, kind yeah. of a speaker near you, but just being able to hear like just people milling around the gallery yeah took you out of it a little bit yeah i agree sure but uh yeah it's a great exhibition yeah and yeah heidi's awesome so if you're mm. if you're in melbourne if you're visiting or you live here or whatever go um yeah go down and check it out yeah it's a little bit of a bit of a drive out of the city but worth yeah. it yeah it's like 20 20 minutes yeah. half a half a just off the freeway so but a f- yeah fun day nice yeah. little cafe there yeah but so yeah, shout that out was, to Jess sick. Johnson. Yeah, and yeah, even if you if you're not in Melbourne, look her up on Instagram because mm. her stuffs her stuff's great and will probably appeal to people who enjoy the aesthetics of gaming. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, it's very like thirteenth floor, mid to late nineties cyber. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, really sick. Um, I love the cyber world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could call me a cyberpunk. 
Whoa. And that's something I've invented. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get into what we've been playing this week. All right. It's kind of the first week of new releases, I guess. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah. There's probably something out before this. But, um, like, there's pretty much uh, that we're interested in at least, maybe two games out in January. Yeah. And, oh, well, two that are releasing for the first time this yes. year. Yeah. Uh, one of them being yes, f- that you and I Ben have played <laughs> yes, Dragon <laughs> Ball B- what <laughs> Ball Z Kakarot yeah Dragon Ball Z Kakarot uh, which was Bandai still called Namco. Z over here not Z no one ever called it Dragon Ball Z yeah 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 it's always Dragon Ball Z yeah and they don't even say Z in the show do they they do. do they're the Z fighters oh fuck yeah yeah, 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 yeah Z yeah. warriors so yep. it like. I've watched all of Dragon Ball Z again, like, not that long ago. <laughs> well, you're probably getting a little bored by this game then. Within the last five years or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I remember it all pretty fucking vividly. I started watching it again recently. I yeah. think we, we all got free Anime Lab accounts like In a fact, year ago. that's when I watched it. It would have been within the last one year or yeah, two years yeah, or something. Yeah, right. So, I definitely started watching it again within that time and, and saw up until... Fuck. Not that far in. Not until, like... Not Namek or anything like that. Just right. the, the Earth stuff, I think. So, it it is a well-trodden story yeah. at this point. Every piece of Dragon Ball Z media that has come out since the original, I guess, the manga or whatever in the show mm. Mm. has not really expanded on it, other than like yeah. the spin-offs and all that. And in terms of the games, I guess I'm saying specifically. Right, mm-hmm. right. Most games that are Dragon Ball games have gone back over that same story mm-hmm. again and again. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is absolutely no different. Yeah. And it's telling it in such a weird and bad way. <laughs> Why do you think it's weird and bad? Because what if I was to have a criticism it is that it doesn't differ from the show slash manga at all. It hugely does in terms of pacing, right? In terms of the quality and natural um, flow of any conversations, right? It feels like uh, some learning algorithm has watched all of the show <laughs> right. and then reproduced it in a three D environment. Because I don't the, think that's unfair. All, all the voice, <laughs> but I I like it a lot though. Sure, I've literally been bored to sleep by this. <laughs> yeah, almost to tears. I cry in my sleep, so technically you could say. <laughs> sure, it, it is just abysmal to me. This game. <laughs> so, it like it feels like a computer wrote this instead of a human. <laughs> I'm I in. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. Less organic than the comic books. Thank so you. It it initial like uh, broad thoughts. It uh, the graphics are kind of dodgy. The text is an action game, by the way. I guess we should say what oh, this is. Yeah, it's sort of an open world RPG action game. Yeah. Very light on all of those elements. It's yeah. not a particularly complex game or. It's not revolutionising any of those elements. Yeah. Um, 3D open world type thing explaining yeah. the Dragon Ball story again. Yeah. Telling it very, very closely to how it's being told before. Yeah. But in, in anyway, in a weird way, but you go, you go. So yeah, I think graphically, like the textures and stuff of the world are really bad, I would say. Like uh, just flat out bad. They're not up to modern standards. No. I like the animation of the characters though. Really? It's, yeah, sure. yeah. It's like sort of cell shaded. It's not particularly complex or like it's not reaching for anything. No, that it can't achieve. It reminds me of Dragon Ball Fighters or whatever that game was called. Yeah, it it it's a lower budget version of that look. Yeah, it doesn't look as good as plenty of those type of games have managed to in the past. Yeah, me. but I certainly think the yeah the environment textures are, are bad, but mm. the characters are, I'm fine with. 
Um, the fighting I really like. It's sort of flying around, doing you know power attacks and doing close combat attacks and doing special attacks every now and then. You've got a guard, you've got a dodge, you've got a punch, you've got a shoot, you've got and a, then you've a got power some meter. special attacks. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can charge up and stuff. It's all. It's a. It's pretty confusing at first. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it takes a while to get your flow. And like early on in that game, it throws a hundred different screens of you of like, oh, here's this yeah. dumbass system. Oh god. And then yes. you've got to kind of, and it never really tells you it again. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't introduce it. So it's just like, here's the entirety of this fucking thing yeah the Go community on. fucking somethings or whatever the and community the, boards where yeah. like hey place this badge in this thing and it doesn't really give any context no for all of the terms the made-up terms that it's using yeah and yeah the combat is the same where it throws it all at you and it's just like oh, fuck off yeah you go on you can figure it out after a while you start having companions who are sort of there passively fighting you know you don't have to control them or anything but they're in the fight as well yeah. you can activate their special powers every now and then um, you it's, have like a party, you know, like RPG style. It's confusing and it's like complicated, but it's also thin as a puddle. Yeah, you there's know not. What I, yeah. Like it's 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 not difficult at any point. No, I guess I haven't found it. I've I've died once in one battle. Mm. The um, bosses sometimes are like a little, a lot more powerful than the like random world enemies. Yes, but it, it you can pr- spam the same shit again and again. Mm-hmm. And pretty easily cope with everything. So what else is there? Um, the dialogue. So I, I actually don't. I'm not too perturbed by the weird sort of like. Okay, here's a cutscene where you're like um, uh, button mashing through all of the you know the subtitles. With just these huge pauses, like they did the recording sessions and then left two or three seconds of dead air <laughs> after every single, or like in the middle of lines. <laughs> If you'll have one little. Do you text. have English on? Yeah, uh, I don't. I have Japanese on. With right. Subtitles. Well, it's the original like English voice actors. Oh, maybe I'll put it on there because I liked them. I'm really attached to them. Yeah. You can tell. Obviously, it's been 20 years since they first did these characters for some of them. Right. But they're they're all there and they're reading their things and the performances aren't bad. They're the same, but right. just the way they've recorded it. So if a line is like. Um, hey there, Krillin. My name. Uh, well, you know my name's Goku. We're friends. But hey there, Krillin. What's up? I've got dumb hair. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, hey there, Krillin. What's up? I've got dumb hair. And it's like mm. they were directed to do them all as separate lines, right? And they weren't all edited together in the pro- like. It's all really low budget and weird, and just like feels stilted and lame. I have, well, I guess <laughs> I haven't noticed that specifically because, right. yeah, like I've had Japanese on, and I've just sort of been reading the sub- subtitles and thumbing through them. Sure. And then sometimes it's like a scene where it's the same engine, and it's like still subtitles, but. You can't skip through any of the lines. No, they have like pre-recorded cutscenes, which are then at a weirdly lower resolution and look a little grainier, right? Than th- the other stuff. So, and then there are other. So there's like ones that like look exactly like you're still playing the game, but you can't do anything. Mm. And then there are other ones that are sort of yeah, like bigger proper cutscenes. Yeah, which, which are like scenes from the show redone. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. And which those are fine. That sort of like. Uh, delineation is the same in I think Persona 5 where it's like why can't I skip some lines in this scene and I can in others yeah. and sometimes there's cut scenes so like structurally that doesn't bother me it, but some of them aren't voiced some of them are some yeah, of them are yes, like yeah. there's a lot of side quests and stuff you fly around and do mm-hmm. that are like it's fine that they're not voiced that doesn't really bother me it doesn't yeah. have to all be voiced especially when I ended up, yeah, not wanting to listen to the voices because it was <laughs> right. recorded so weirdly. <laughs> uh, and all those 
all those side quests mm-hmm. a fucking go somewhere nearby and fucking talk to the blue yes. question mark guy yes. or exclamation mark come on back yep and they're all boring <laughs> Co- collecting orbs around that fucking world is boring and i could see how it could be relaxing mm-hmm. or calming or mm-hmm. just like a, a nice flat pleasant experience for some people which a lot of people in like our facebook group and shit have said mm. I'm not on that same page. <laughs> it's too flat for you. I literally, fa- I've never fallen asleep. <laughs> play, but it just is. It's so, um, it's so lacking in any sort of um, source. You know what I mean? It's just really bland. Yeah. It takes this Dragon Ball source material, which is, you know, pretty weird and all mm. over the place and like mm-hmm. quite over the top, and manages to make that. Completely personalityless. I don't. I don't agree with that. I definitely think it is a flat game with visibly lower budget and standards than yeah. maybe it should have. But I think it's to me exactly the same as watching the show again. It, I reckon. Nah, I'm so not <laughs> on the same page with that because the show like has a pace to it, and it, sometimes it's a so slow pace. Yeah, almost always it's a slow pace. Mm-hmm. But it it isn't the same type of weird pacing as it where like this will it skips over huge parts of the show like snake mm. way and all that shit that are like a big yeah, part of the yeah. show this just goes like hey, goku died and he came back see you later yeah and like you get a loading screen <laughs> explain it to you mm-hmm. which is like fuck off <laughs> and like either do it or don't right but the the bits that it does do are so weirdly drawn out in just mm. the moment to moment way. Right. Like the overall grand macro pacing of it is off. And then the micro pacing of it is off. And the whole time it just feels stilted and weird to um to to go through for me. It it, it never sucked me in yeah, right. at any point. It felt like a fucking chore. For me it's perfectly paced. I wow. I skipping the bits that I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see Snake Way. It's basically getting to like the key points in this journey for these characters. Stuff that I slightly had forgotten about, some like little bits and pieces with Piccolo where it's like, "Oh yeah, that happened. Oh, he was that mm. guy or he did this." Like Gohan's little arc of becoming powerful. Um the like Saiyan brothers, like it's just it's getting to what I'm interested in, and then it's getting to the fights that I saw in the show and letting me do them. Right, and it's not particularly challenging, but it's challenging enough that I'm getting some sort of enjoyment and satisfaction out of it. With all the side quests and stuff, that isn't that doesn't. I'm I mean, enjoying them. Like I'm not. I'm not like enthralled by them. Right, but like for, just being able to be like. And fly around like Earth as Goku right. is really enjoyable. This to is me. like Anthem to me, actually. That's completely yeah, this right. is having the exact same stuff as Anthem, right? Except without the multiplayer aspect, where like it's yeah. got this story that I can see should be good mm. because I liked Dragon Ball Z, mm. but it just isn't doing it for me. Yeah, right. It, the flying is really fun. It's, it's innately so fun. fun to fly around. Yeah, everyone dreams of being a bird. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah for me it, like that's the crux of the game is like flying around collecting orbs it's got that weird little thing for me that i like of just like oh here's like a like, line of glowing green things i'm gonna like pick it up pick it up you're gonna love pac-man <laughs> when you get around to pac-man you're gonna love that game but like going into the air pockets and like fighting these random enemies it's it's very yeah like uh action rpg boilerplate template thing but the skin is dragon ball z and I think that's enough for, for me. Like the style, the, the the drawings, not the resolution necessarily, but like putting me in that world and letting me fuck around 
is enough. There's something about the tech, like the low budget and the seams of it that mm. I'm being able to see that it's wearing Dragon Ball Z skin, mm. but I can like see Hannibal Lecter underneath. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that it's creepier that it's Dragon Ball Z it, or it's more, it's not creepy, but it's more Noticeable? annoying to me that it's Dragon Ball Z because right. it's almost the thing I want. It feels like a game that would have come out a, a while, a long time ago. Yeah. Like the weird, the weird loading screens, the weird interfaces, the weird stops and starts. It's all very old fashioned. If this was a remaster of a PS2 game, right. it would make sense. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And I'm, I like it. <laughs> I don't sure. know why. I, I acknowledge all of those things, but they all make me like it a little bit more. And certainly the more I really di- like dove into playing it and just was like, all right, four hours tonight, I'm just going to keep going through this. The more I liked it, the more I got in the flow. And also, like I just like skipping through this Dragon Ball Z story that is really fun and nostalgic for me. Yeah. Right. I, they're, they're, for whatever reason, I'm not I'm not gelling with any of those elements of it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Every single part of it is is like either boring or annoying to me. So we had a. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I again, it's there's something just that there's some like line that this game has drawn mm. where if you're just below the production value, the, the, yeah, the production yeah. values of this line, yeah. And if you won't accept or are annoyed by it on either side, then you're going to maybe like it or not. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people say, if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you'll love this. That's the thing that's making me not like it. Right, because I think all of the people in our Patreon group who did comment have basically accepted or you know conceded, yeah, this game has a lot of objective flaws and I can't stop playing it and I really love it. Like, mm. I don't think... We got maybe one comment out of ten that was negative. But for me. <laughs> <laughs> I No, I think... I think Genuinely, on top of you, maybe one one other person, right? And everyone else was like, "Yeah, it's fun," which is exactly how I feel. Yeah, sure. it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah it feels like a waste of time to me, and it just right. doesn't feel like it is. Um, You'd rather just watch the show. Yeah, right. it yeah. feels like a much worse version of the show in terms of the story, and the game isn't good enough for me to want to play the game. Yeah, yeah, right. So there, there's no kind of reason for this. Sounds like it'd make you fall asleep. It, I <laughs> was so, it was so weird to wake up to just like Piccolo. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, I think I, I heartily recommend it if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, and if you hate it, I fully accept that. Sure, <laughs> you know, like I can. Completely see that if you are expecting a really polished AAA or even AA, you know, modern game. Yeah. It's not that, but if... But you... I can deal with a budget game. It's not even that. There's just right. something about the way that this one is made mm. that it just feels like crap the whole time. Right. Not shit. Not yeah. as bad as shit. Yeah, yeah, But it yeah. feels crappy the whole time. <laughs> uh, and, right. And in, a, in, a, in a, like a, a way that is pushing me away constantly from losing myself in it right or from en- enjoying it really from it there's that there, i've never been able to hit that kind of flow thing of just being able to enjoy playing it yeah i'm always fumbling with the controls i'm always weirded out by the cutscenes <laughs> and the way that the dialogue is being um shown to me mm. there, there's always something there that is keeping me at arm's length yeah right well i like it nice 10 out of 10 it's a <laughs> kamei plus kameha may plus from ben mm-hmm. and uh um, f- f- freezer for me. Oh nice. yeah, nice. Yeah. That's how we rate things now. It's always on a Dragon Ball Z scale. <laughs> uh, I've played 
Well, speaking of being bored by games, oh, I've played two this week. Yeah. I played a little bit of a game called Tokyo Mirage Sessions mm. FE Encore. I think it's Sharp FE. Sharp I FE. remember being weirded out by yeah. it being Sharp FE. Oh, right. Back when this came out on the Wii U in 2014 or something. Right. Yet yeah, again. so it's it's this is a... Tokyo Mirage Sessions is a series in its own right. Mm-hmm. I don't is, believe so. Is I it think not? This is it. Like it's Shin Megami Tensei is the original. Okay. Is the series, and then Tokyo Mirage Sessions is just some name. But it's like it's those Shin Megami <laughs> Tensei games, right? Cross with Fire Emblem, right? Uh, yeah. So the the kind of the overall plot is like it's very it's incredibly anime plot of, um, uh, it's it's too hard to even go into. <laughs> honestly, it's high just, school. Uh, high school students. Like oh, really? People like <laughs> people wanting to be singers, and everyone has these like performer sort of spirit within them, and these these right. monsters have come and taken it from people. It's and, the yeah. anime thing of like pick a random activity, yeah, and that activity is the most respected thing in this yes. world, right? Yes. And everyone is dedicated to going to school to become. A tennis player, or yep. what? Like a fridge repairman, <laughs> uh, some sort of like a dolphin. Can I, I? I've got a. I've got a little description here. I want to read this. Yeah. To this is a good description. Okay. Taking Tokyo place is the largest city. <laughs> <in Japan. laughs> hey, taking place in modern day Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. The game centers around hostile beings known as mirages, who seek to harvest energy known as performer from humans. Is performer res- spelt normal? No, with an A. It's p- with an A. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're responsible for several disappearances. The story follows a group of teenagers who become allied with friendly mirages based on characters from the Fire Emblem series. I'm a mirage, but I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> and merge with them to become mirage masters under the guise of the Fortuna Entertainment Talent Agency. The Mirage Masters fight to protect innocent people from the mirages and find out who is behind the attacks. It sounds like Persona. Yeah. 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 Well, that's so, the Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't. it wasn't really on my radar at all. Just was looking for something to play this week. Mm. I'd read a lot of positive stuff about it. There were a lot of people very excited that it was being re-released. Cause people right. like, it really got slept on on the Wii U. Like, I read enough stuff like that. And so far, it's just... And I, I'm pretty early on in it, but I it just... it's the, the combat scenes are pretty interesting in the sense that you go into this sort of it's, it's like you're in this big arena like mm. doing a performance and so visually it looks interesting but it just is very by the numbers jrpg right Th- nothing unique about the combat even stylistically mm. and also just like it's so dumb and weeby w- <laughs> which i think i just am tapped out on that kind of stuff like right. i've played a lot of very japanese stuff in the last 6 months and mm. it's just like you know, a lot of those stories and games in like JRPGs are kind of like paced the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like my tolerance for just like, hey, like, Krillin, yes, yeah, slogging <laughs> through all that on? shit is just way down. I've and got just bad like, hair. <laughs> I'm not even finding it like fun to buy into the like. Right. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I'm along for the ride. It's like I'm just finding it tedious. And right. Yeah, I don't think I have it in me to stick it out. Like I, it, it, there's no, there's no charm to it that's really like grabbed me and made me go. Cool. This is like fun and silly. It's just I've played a lot of fun and silly stuff that has just been fun and silly in a lot more interesting way. In this right. does, this sounded months. like a Mad Lib sort of version of that JRPG. Yeah, thing, yeah. Where it's just like this sounds really been there, done that a bit. Yeah. So that didn't really grab me. And then I also played the demo of uh, 
Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which is a remaster of a DS game. I think it was a like Game a Boy Advance and a DS game that came out at the same time. Oh, okay. Wow. Right, like, and they were two versions of the same thing. I was reading up on this to see if I'd Well, it was this. kind of interesting. I mean, I like what they've done with the art style of the remake. So yeah. I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool and sort it's of like watercolory. Yeah, yeah, right. And also just, you know, we were all pretty bored by um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, yep. very by the numbers. And so I thought, oh, you know, it could be cool to play a Pokemon game where there's something a bit different going on. Like it's a side thing. It's a spin-off. Mm. So it's basically you wake up in this world. Joseph Fitzel's house. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to find the mystery, don't you? <laughs> you wake up in this world where you're a Pokemon. You, you don't know. You, you don't know you know, I'm interested. Yeah, and they all talk, so it's like the Pokemon are all just care. There's no trainers, there's no humans. Wow, it's just the Pokemon talking to each other and interacting with each other. Okay, you choose which one you want to be Great. out of about ten, I think, and mm. then you choose like a companion out of those same ten. So, so what you did you choose? I chose Psyduck, and <laughs> nice. I chose Bulbasaur as my little friend. Okay, and you kind of you kind of go around this world, and you go into these dungeons. The, basically, the game seems to be going to these dungeons to rescue a Pokemon that's trapped there mm-hmm. on, let's say, the eighth floor down, and you have to make your way through the dungeon. But the dungeons are all randomized, and right. you basically move around this. It's top down. You move around this dungeon, and you do these battles. But the battles are kind of, kind of real timey, but kind of still turn based. So, you you know, you'll come up against someone, uh, like an enemy on the grid. Mm. And these enemies are other Pokemon. Uh, enemies like are other Zubat Pokemon, yeah. Right. yeah. right. And you, you just basically hammer the A button to attack and then you attack in turn, but it goes for about maybe three rounds. Right. It's very quick. Right. Each interaction so far for me with an enemy has been 15 seconds. Yeah, okay. So... You're moving around these dungeons that are randomised. So there's no intricate, interesting puzzles or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, you know that it's just like, oh, okay, there'll be four enemies here. And you're basically just having to find your way to the stairwell to get down into the next level. Because right. you've been told, like, the Pokemon you have to rescue is eight eight floors down. Mm. So the fact that it's random, it's just like doesn't, just doesn't feel... I, it's just one of those ones where I can't work out who is this for. Right. Like, I, I don't... I really don't understand the enjoyment of it. I like the world and the aesthetic. Like, it's kind of cool, like a different take on mm. not being a Pokemon trainer, like, you know, them talking to each other. It's kind of cute and everything. But gameplay-wise, I'm like, I just am incredibly bored of it after just doing two of the dungeons. I'm like, I, Damn. Don't, I don't see what the sticking power of this is. Damn, you're 0 for 2 this week. 0 for 2. Fuck. Yeah. Ben's the only one who's enjoyed video games this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I played some Doom and that's still fun. The ports yeah. of that got a got a patch that fixed all of the problems with them and they're like pretty good versions now mm. and having Doom on the Switch is nice. Yeah, yeah. Even though it doesn't feel great to control those sticks. Mm. But um Actually, I'll tell you what I did enjoy this week. Yes. I played um I only played a very tiny amount of it when it came out, so I played a bit more of uh, Untitled Goose Game oh, right. with my girlfriend who doesn't play video games at all. Right. And it's a great one for playing with someone else and just like trying to work out together like what, what you meant to do in it. Yeah. Because she had sent me she sent me ages ago uh, this article that she was like, I've this I've really enjoyed this short story that someone's written about imagining themselves. Oh, yeah. I, tell you guys I remember this, this yeah, story. It was this yeah. About being a naughty. Did we talk about it off there. I can't off remember. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember either. But it was like this short story that she was like, "This is really funny story." <laughs> yeah. A short story that someone's written about being a, a naughty goose, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, 
That's a. It's someone talking about playing this video game <laughs> yeah. that, I, that that just come out that I played a little bit of. Look at this story about this guy. who was like a robot in space, and he fought the something called the Covenant. <laughs> wow, this guy's got such a crazy life. Yeah. Well, she literally, she's like, I had no idea it was about a video game. I thought it was just a piece of fiction about being a goose. I'm like. <laughs> Literally, the second line of this story is, I pushed the B button to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, for ages, I've been meaning to, I was like, oh, I've got to show you that yeah, that yeah. game and show you what it actually is. And, um, yeah, so I had a great time doing that. Like, I kind of had only gotten up to, like, the second area right. where you've got the boy with the glasses and everything. Yep. So, I had a, a, a lovely evening playing oh. that. Everything else this week, though? Fuck. Not doing it for me. I um I'll just check in briefly because I don't think I'll go in depth on any of these games. Divinity Original Sin Two I've been playing a lot on PC. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's really really good. I tried to play it on PS4 ages ago and it just the controls it just was not conducive to a top down or isometric RPG. Right. It's really really fun. Good story. Really driving me through it. Um, I recommend it highly. Does it matter that you've not played the first one? Uh. No, not to me. Cool, good. <laughs> yeah. Disco Elysium is still really good. Oh, yeah. Um, some I saw more people specifically just say, uh, it's basically a book game. Yeah. And it is, and it's really well written, and I like it a lot. Oh, and Total War Hammer 2. Right. I've gone in on. Really, really fun. I really like Total War Rome and Empire and stuff back in the day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also liked Warhammer, and this is a sick game. So anyone who's had not played it yet, I can recommend buying it. Great. Cool. I'll, I'll do a quick, 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 yeah, yeah, quick do a, do wrap a whip up around. of things yeah. I've yeah. played over the... I played through Dead Space 2. Yes. It's fine. Because you played 1? I played 1 and I really liked it. Yeah, 2 yeah. is a lot more action-y. It's right. less uh, unique feeling. It, mm. You can tell that it's being made at the period of time that it was. Right. It's like... got. It feels like it was made by people who didn't quite understand maybe the... Imp- oh, no, no, that's not fair to say they didn't understand. There's some pretty hectic shit that happens in that, particularly with, like, the kids who were on this space station that you're on. Right. Where you're like, fucking hell. Right. And you, like, spend a lot of your time shooting the... It's, like, a bit weird. You did it a bit in the uh, first okay. one. But they were, like, test tube kids with... I don't know. Not that that doesn't make you a... If you're an IVF baby, you deserve to die. <laughs> not what I've said, officially. Off the record, agree. <laughs> but I don't know. There was there's Some of that stuff I was just like, oh, this... Are they trying to be edgy? It felt edgy. Yeah. There's a bit where you got to jam a like spike in your eye, that sort of shit where it's like okay. felt that's why I kind of started by saying it felt like someone didn't understand the impact of what they were doing. Right. Cuz it does some of the shit in that game feels like a 14-year-old's notebook where they're like right. imagine this. Right. Um but it was fine. It was an okay action game. I'm going to play 3, which is apparently the worst one. <laughs> Great. But it was just Dead Space was always one of those ones that I never ticked mm. off mm. and I want to do that. And I played through Donkey Kong 64 for some reason oh. because I bought a thing called a Retro Tink mm. to record maybe some videos with because you can plug old inputs from old consoles into that, turns them into HDMI. It's a really, really good little thing. Yeah, right. It's one guy makes him, I think his name's Mike Chi. I think that's his name. And mm. then it's a 100 bucks. Fuck. You just put your address in the PayPal thing uh. when you pay him and it, it works really well. So as in what what physically it's, it's like a little just a little board, mm-hmm. a little computer chip thing. Yeah. And I understand binary Clearly. now, so I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and you've got like component inputs. You've got an S video one, and you've got a, a composite one. Yeah, right. Okay. And audio, and it'll convert it to HDMI. There's mm. no lag or anything in it. You get Fuck. to do 240 480p or like a line doubled 480p with like smoothing. Yep. Um, 
and then it can take all the different inputs of like NTSC consoles or whatever. It's a really, really cool little thing if it's something that you would use. Uh, so yeah, that that's something I and hope to. What better game to take this for a test run with? <laughs> I thought, hey, let's go to the original favorite game of anyone who likes old games, Donkey Kong 64, mm. which is a terrible game <laughs> yeah. that I completed 101 percent oh of. Oh God! <laughs> just re- so just over the summer. Oh yeah, it just wow. is. It was one of those ones where I remember I played it back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was familiar enough that it was comforting, right? But I didn't remember it well enough that it didn't feel new. Mm-hmm. But um, it is extremely rushed <laughs> and feels almost broken at points. And, uh, but also simultaneously overstuffed. That was my Dragon mm. Ball Z Kakarot, I think. Right. Where, like, I get that it's bad, but right. I enjoyed playing through it. Yeah, okay. Because when you see Donkey Kong, kamehameha <laughs> fucking King K. Rule, that's a good moment when King Ch- Chunky Rool. Kong spirit bombs mm. whoever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I want to use that. That that if you've got like old consoles right. that you don't have displays for anymore, which is like a common mm. problem mm. now, it's the cheapest, best way of of solving that that I was able to find, and I'm really really happy with it. It's called a Retro Tink Two S, uh, no Two X, sorry. Uh, and you'll if you Google that, nice, you'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, but I, I recommend that if it looks like it'd solve a problem that you've been having. Great. Nice. Well, that's us done for another week, folks. Let's wrap it up there. Yeah. Filthycasuals.com.au for the links to all of our social media stuff. Uh, go check out the uh, completed uh, playthrough mm. that we did of Until Dawn. Yep. Uh, hop on the Patreon. You can support the show. You can get a bonus episode every week. Yeah, we're currently reviewing the entire decade, the 20 aughts. Yep. Going year by year. It's been really fun it and has been. enjoyable and people uh, yeah, seem to enjoy listening to it as well. People yeah. are into we'll it. We'll be talking about 2014's Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> next week. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, head over there. Follow us on all the social media and stuff. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Until then, as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Next time on Filthy Casuals. That was not that bad. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>